Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. Uh, enough seal kiss from a rose, although Landville, that was quite a, quite a memory there. Uh, um, bangers today, man. Landville got bangers. It's Banger Thursday. <laughs> um, I want to play this audio. So last week... I got to talk to a bunch of different people at the Super Bowl. That's how the Super Bowl is. There's a million people there, and if you, as long as you run around and work the whole time, you can get a lot of good interviews. Yep. Um, Bill Cowher had an availability during a, a CBS Super Bowl scrum type thing. Um, and shout out to Chris Kerwin, who was there with me and got me this audio. Um, we asked Cowher a little bit about defensive coaches and quarterbacks and how it all works. Before we play this, do we all agree Cowher was a very good coach? Damn good coach. Landfill? Sure. Jeff, do you know who Bill Cowher is? Yes. Is that a yes, do you know who he is, or yes, you think he's a good coach, or both? Yes, man, he was the coach for the Steelers. Perfect. Here's Bill Cowher talking about the modern NFL. Bill, it's getting harder and harder for defensive coaches to become head coaches and for guys to get a second chance. How'd you feel about Dan Quinn getting that Washington job? I think it's great. I think you look at the six jobs, five of the six were defensive coordinators because I think what you're looking at is a guy like D'Amico Ryans comes in and turns around a program as dramatically as he did is he got a good young quarterback and he got, he built that defense. And, you know, defensive guys, some, sometimes the offensive guys get caught up in their own thinking and what they want to do and developing a quarterback. Well, how about developing a culture? I think that has to come first and foremost. And sometimes developing a culture is a degree of toughness, a degree of accountability. Um, and, and that sometimes takes a good defensive coordinator who has to bring, can bring things together. So, you know, I think sometimes ownership looks at developing quarterbacks. I, I, to me, it's about developing a culture. And, I, and you got five of the six guys who are very, very good at doing that as defensive coordinators. You think Quinn's the guy to do that in Washington? I think he's got a good uh, uh, history where he's been. He's been a head coach before. I think he'll put together a good staff. And he knows that division a little bit. Now... Leville, I don't know if you can let that play. I believe the next question, um, Cower was asked about Sam Howell. He was actually asked that by my boy Mark Davis down mm-hmm. in, in I think Mark's in Norfolk now. Um, and Cower kind of went on to explain that, what's that? Landing it. Okay, yeah, l- let Cower keep going here. There's no more cower. I couldn't hear what you were saying. Just, just tell me outright. Thank you. Um, so cower was asked about Howell, and he said, "Yeah, you know, there's a lot to like with Sam, but I think when you have that high of a pick, you've got to, you've got to swing higher, right? You've yeah. got to, you got to try to go to a higher ceiling, which I think is the right decision." And then he went on to explain that 
if you can build that good defense and you can surround them with a good running game, that's the best way to develop a good young quarterback. True. And I, I think if you look over time, we have this vision that, like, the only way this works is Sean McVay calling plays, right? Well, Sean, what did Sean McVay have? He had to go get Matt Stafford. Yeah, but what did he have on the other side of the ball? Sure. A hell of a defense. But, like, think about – and I think a lot of these guys, it's more about who they are than who the coach was. Mm-hmm. But there's the obvious Belichick-Brady example. True. Right? If you think about Peyton Manning, I mean, the coaches, while he was in Indy, when he was a young guy, were, I think it was Jim Mora Jr. Or Jim Mora Sr. And then Tony Dungy. Mm -hmm. Good good coaches. Right. But, like, they're defensive guys. Think about Tom Coughlin. Yep. I mean – CJ, it's a recency bias when it comes down to this because in this day and age, fantasy football, all we discuss is the amount of yards. Coughlin was a defensive guy, but he was. It's hard to think of him as this like molder. You know, I mean, he was such a hard ass. Like, but he he when he, guy, when he right. changed, they won. Right. But but the thing of it is, one thing that we see on defensive led coaches, I mean, defensive led teams, toughness, physicality a certain stronger mindset. What we see on a lot of offensive-led uh, led teams, passiveness, complacency, not as tough. So, so I think you can win with both of them. But on the defense, like Joe Gibbs, when he was, a, he was an offensive guy through and through, but he believed in being tough. And when you start talking about culture sometimes, when you got a lot of these offensive coaches in practice, you know what they do? They don't like their guys to be touched. Defensive coaches understand this is a tough-ass game, even in 2024. So you have to find some level to where when your guys step on the field and somebody hit them, they don't start swinging. They're accustomed to it. Right. You know, you watch how the Ravens play. The Ravens play physical as hell. Wouldn't you say that Lamar's been developed at a really high clip? Hell yeah. The coach is a special team coordinator only one two MVPs. Trade, right? Like, I mean, Harbaugh's not an offensive play caller. <laughs> I just think some of these notions get to be preconceived without a whole lot of merit. Um, one thousand percent. I mean, Roethlisberger. It was Cower and then Tomlin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell, when Russ Wilson broke through in Seattle, it was with Pete Carroll. Yes. Who who also, to Carroll's credit, they had just signed. Who was my man they signed? Matt Flynn? Yeah. Like, they had just signed spent a bunch of said, money. Oh, let me go get this other kid. So, if you want to be d- dismissive of C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryan's working last year because it's a one-off, it's an outlier, that's fine. But, like, did D'Amico Ryan go out there and say, I'm going to try and coach C.J. Stroud. No, he found a guy who was up and coming, doing very well, and got slow it and let them go and coach him. But I, I don't understand why And people, still probably demanded but, a lot. But let's remember this. The offensive coach, head coach in this day and age, they don't always coach the quarterback. They don't always call the plays. There are a small group of people who call the plays. So you still have somebody else coaching that guy. So you have to be smart enough to hire the right person to do that job. Yeah, I just I, I think there's a 
what I continue to, to repeat here, and even though Coach Cower used the culture word that we're trying to avoid, I understand what he was trying to say. Like, there's a lot of ways to get to the finish line in the NFL. And, and I don't think anybody should be convinced that there's only one way to, to make things work in a league that is so unlike any other professional sport, that is so built on true teams. Yeah. The NBA, the NBA has the least variance of any league in pro sports, right? Because it's so talent-driven at the very top. And where if you get three of the top ten players on one team, they're probably going to win it. Yeah. Yet the NFL is just a different beast entirely. Totally. And even if you look at the Niners and the Chiefs, the Chiefs found the unicorn quarterback, build around him, continue to win around him. Mm-hmm. The Niners didn't. The Niners built a team, found a quarterback. He's pretty good, not taking anything away from Purdy. But, like, we just saw multiple routes to winning a title. There, there's – there's a lot of ways this thing can go. There's also a lot of ways, Brian, that Bleep You Thursday can go. Uh-huh. Coming up, 1 o'clock, we will open the phone lines up. First time in a couple days for Bleep You Thursday. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.